Hey, this is Coach Freddie inspiring people to do things that inspire them and welcome to the iHemp Revolution where we'll be discussing the benefits of growing and using industrial hemp for people, planet, and profit. Conversations about the history, legalization, farming, harvesting, processing, building, manufacturing, investing, and how industrial hemp can be beneficial to people's lives, heal the planet, and how it can be used to make thousands of products and boost the economy and business. So, are you ready to join the iHemp revolution? My guest today is Nancy Roberts. Nancy opened New Earth Organics and Hydroponics in 1988, Kentucky's first organic garden center. She's on the board of directors of the Kentucky Hemp Research Foundation. Nancy is a longtime advocate of hemp and started New Earth Hemp Solutions in early 2015 to provide resources for industrial hemp farmers and providing them with organic nutrients, grow lights, and cloning supplies. Nancy's big dream is to grow organic hemp next year with her husband and five sons on their seven acres of land, right along with their raised bed gardens, berries, and fruit trees. She is passionate about organic gardening, nutritional health, and wellness a lifestyle of learning. She has been inspiring gardeners since 1988. So, Nancy, welcome to the iHemp Revolution. Coach Freddie, thank you so much for having me on. Well, this is it's great to have you here, and it was nice meeting you a while back there. And Nancy, why did you get involved in the hemp industry in the first place? Well, there are a lot of reasons that I could explain, but basically, I've been waiting my entire life for this moment, and as a friend of mine recently said, I was born for this. It's my passion, and it's really been my passion since about 10 years old. So I, I was waiting for this moment. I'm so excited that I'm actually still living in a time where I get to have this experience and not just have this passed on, this dream passed on to my children. Well, that's fantastic. And I want to be part of your dream, too, part of your movement. So, um, you know, Nancy, can you give us a little bit more background about yourself and just how you got started in 1988? Well... I like to say that I was the only one crazy enough to open a store like mine, but I had a um, real interest and passion for organic gardening, and I was gardening organically and indoors, and this is back in the day when, you know, there wasn't this plethora of stores and um, places where you could get the products. So I was mail ordering or traveling halfway across the country just to experience and see new products um, that I could use in my own gardening. So I was a paralegal at the time and bored with corporate life and just took the plunge. I, you know, it really is no more complicated than that. I just looked at it and thought, I can do this, and I want to do this. 
and I did it. That's the true entrepreneurial spirit, and that's why I work with entrepreneurs in my coaching. <laughs> now, your your big dream is to grow organic hemp, and uh, what do you want to use your hemp for? What are you going to grow it for? I personally would like to grow hemp for CBD, and that is the... Um, I think that reflects my interest in natural health and wellness. Here at my house, we personally use CBD on a daily basis for wellness. And I um, have long-term researched and practiced um, holistic and natural health. And CCBD is another way of helping people have control of their health and um, really improving their life because if you don't have good health, you can't truly enjoy your life. So a, a great way to just improve your life and enjoy your life more when you're feeling optimum. Yes, health is wealth and knowledge is power. Mm -hmm. uh, Nancy, what does CBD stand for? Um, CBD stands for cannabinoid. Now, you have uh, another product called Smart Tea, right? That's right. Tell us about your Smart Tea and, and a little bit more about your business. Well, Smart Tea is a 100% organic, um, certified organic liquid nutrient. And it's a biologically alive nutrient. It has um, extra minerals infused for heavy feeding crops like hemp and a lot of other vegetables and um, standard farm crops. So it is a fermented product. It's not brewed like a compost tea, but it is fermented and encapsulated with a lot of different naturally occurring bacteria and fungi. And it's based from botanicals, fish emulsion, amino acids, kelp, and molasses. So it's basically going to be feeding your soil, which will in turn feed your plants. It also will balance your soil to... Um, help you reduce the amount of inputs or fertilizers that you have to use every year. Now, you also have a new project uh, that you're working on uh, called Hemp History in the Holler. Right. I'm really excited about that. This is a project that I'm working on with Mike Lewis and Blake Butler from HempX. And what we're trying to do is bring basically the hemp revolution to the South, which Blake started doing last year when he launched HempX. So we are having a basic hemp immersion weekend on a working hemp farm in Livingston, Kentucky, hence the name Hemp in the Holler. And what we'll be doing is having some hands-on experiences for people where they can come and they can actually see hemp seed being pressed into oil and press that into oil. 
people are going to be able to break hemp. One cool thing that we'll be doing is we will, um, Mike's going to have his hemp fields, of course, out there. And the hemp will probably be about knee high. And we'll have a field plowed where folks are going to be able to go out with Mike and plant a ceremonial hemp seed in his hemp field. So it's going to be a a weekend where people can kind of look back and think about where we came and then also be celebrating making hemp history right there on Mike's farm. Interestingly enough, it will be 20 years ago, almost to the day, that Woody Harrelson planted those four inert hemp seeds in Beattyville, Kentucky, as a moment of activism, and then was arrested at that time for planting hemp. So it's really going to be a um, moment of coming full circle where just 20 short years later, we're going to be out in the hemp field planting hemp seeds once again, and this time celebrating what's happening, you know, here in Kentucky and nationwide with the hemp movement. Well, that's exciting, uh, especially about Willie uh, Harrelson. Uh, and I'm going to be there for sure and planting my seed and have a little ceremony. Um, that's going to be great. I look forward to that. Right. I think we're going to be flooded with hemp seed selfies um, all over the Internet that weekend, which is going to be fantastic and, you know, a great memento, too. Well, yeah. And I'm looking forward to that. I just found out that uh, for sure that I'm going to be going back there. So I'll be talking to Mike uh, later on. So how can people uh, best get involved uh, with Hemp History in the Holler? Well, be watching for HempInTheHoller.com. We're getting all of our details ironed out right now. And there's going to be a couple ways that you can get involved. One way is we're having a really cool um, dinner and um, evening with Ben Solee. Um, we're working out details. It looks like it's going to be on the Kentucky State University campus in Frankfurt on Friday night, the 10th, and that's going to be a um, time that we collaborate with the Kentucky Hemp Research Foundation, and we'll be hosting um, Arthur Rouse, who did the original videography during that historic moment with Woody Harrelson. He's going to be putting together some of his original video clips showing those, and then talking about his experiences during that pivotal moment. We are also going to be entertained by Ben Solee, who is a local um, cello player that does everything. He has a unique style, you know, with everything from folk to rhythm and blues, who is also a political activist, and he has even written a song about using hemp to help reclaim the um, areas of strip mining that have been done in eastern Kentucky, and we'll be having a hemp-infused dinner. So one way to participate in the weekend is to come to this event that um, 
will kick the weekend off on Friday evening. The next way to participate is to just get your tickets and come on down to the holler on Saturday and participate with the workshops and the seminars and all of the hands-on activities that we're going to have down there for you and plant a seed. And that will um, be all day on Saturday, June 11th. Oh, that sounds great. And I can't wait to, be, to get out there and uh, get back on uh, Mike's farm again. I'm really excited you guys are going to be there. I think it's going to be a blast. And I like the fact that this is going to be an intimate experience. I mean, this is a working farm. Obviously, we can't have a 1,000 people showing up. In fact, Livingston, Kentucky has a population of about 250 folks. So I think we'll virtually be doubling the population of Livingston on the day of this event. But we are going to have to limit the number of tickets that we sell, and I think that will make it really even better because there's going to be a lot of one-on-one -on -one interaction and um, plenty of time for everybody to really just um, get involved with the workshops, have um, some real quality time with the folks that are giving the workshops, and turn this into a um, commemorative event for hemp history that I think we'll all remember. And hopefully this will be an annual event that we can build on next year. Oh, yes. I uh, I can just see it again here. And um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. It will give me a reason every year to come to Kentucky. How's well, that? <laughs> we would love that. And um we're also looking towards doing a fall event as well because I don't think anybody, save for farmers, have ever um, really had the opportunity to go to a hemp farm and plant a seed and then go back to that same farm and see the hemp ready to harvest. So what a unique experience and what a great way to get people involved and excited and educated about just the life cycle of hemp and um, the farming experience. Oh, yes. Uh, I can just see it. My little footprint. That's right. Planting my two or three or seeds in there and this is my farm and coming back and harvesting my farm in the, in the fall. That's, this is going to be great. <laughs> I know, how cool. <laughs> yeah, it's my, my part of an acre. Right, your, your little one thousandth of an acre. That's it. And I can, t and, and see, then I can tell everybody I'm a farmer. Beautiful. I like it. <laughs> That's great. Well, we are really looking forward to it. And I hope that it makes people feel more connected to the actual farming movement. You know, and and I think within the hemp movement, a lot of us want to get involved, and quite often we're not really sure where we fit in. And we're hoping that providing this more intimate, educational, hands-on experience, it's going to inspire people and help people see ways that they can fit in to the hemp movement. Uh, I, it will inspire people. What I say all the time, inspiring people to do things that inspire them. 
Now, so Nancy, you know, you're involved in a lot of things, and you're excited, I can tell. And uh, what is, if you had to pick out one thing, what is one thing that has you most excited about industrial hemp right now? Hmm, that's a good question. I think the one thing that has me most excited is um, the short-term and long-term impacts on our community and on our nation. Mm -hmm. I mean, here in Kentucky, we rank 44th um, economically, and we have about a I'm not sure, Freddie, but I think it's around a seven and a half or eight percent unemployment rate. And farmers here desperately need an alternative crop. You know, we were we based our economy on tobacco for many years. And um, I'm really excited that our farmers are going to have a sustainable crop that is easily grown with organic methods and are going to have a market that will be readily purchasing what they grow. A couple weeks ago, um, the Kentucky Hemp Research Foundation hosted a Go Organic seminar for farmers, supporting farmers and helping them understand what they need to do to transition to organic. Because, as you know, there is a shortage of organic hemp worldwide. And Nutiva was there, and they um, were there saying, you know, letting the Kentucky farmers know that they are there wanting to purchase all the organic hemp that can possibly be grown. And that gives our farmers hope. I love the fact that it's a sustainable solution, it's good for the planet, and it's good for farmers, and it's giving them um, hope after having their farms lay fallow with the death of the tobacco industry. So I think that's what excites me the most is, um, you know, Kentucky and the nation will have cleaner air. We're going to have a richer um, wildlife population. If you've walked out into the hemp fields and you've seen all of the bees just buzzing everywhere, it gives me hope that it's going to be a key to um, restoring our bee population. And um, even more importantly, I think it will be restorative for the the agricultural communities in Kentucky. Uh, yes, and and I've talked to a few of the uh, farmers uh, on the East Coast. They're excited, and they're telling me they're they're just tired of growing tobacco that is not really good for people. It's causing cancers, and they're they're ready to get out of it. Right. Well, I, I mean, I think everybody understands um, the value of um, investing your life into something that you feel good about. And I don't think many farmers, like you said, feel good about growing tobacco at this point. Right, right. Especially but the new generation of farmers that are coming up, you know, where they have, 
you know, been on these family farms and they want to do something that they feel like is um, contributing to, you know, others and contributing to the world. Yes, I was amazed by some of the young farmers that their fathers and grandfathers have all this acreage and and some of it's not even being used and they're anxious to get out there and really grow something uh, uh, worthwhile. Right. I'm excited about that and I think that um, it's going to greatly enhance the Kentucky economy and if when you start driving out, which my family originally is from Manchester, Kentucky, which is not far from where Mike's farm is. My family, you know, comes from the holler. There's so much poverty out there and there are so there's just a lot of limits on the folks that are living in those areas. And I don't think that people should feel like they need to relocate to make a living. So I'm very hopeful that it's going to open up not just hemp agriculture, but open up a lot of people's eyes to organic agricultural um, agriculture in general and how that is growing and it's definitely bringing opportunities that um, people can start taking advantage of. Nancy, tell, us, tell me a little bit more about the word holler, hemp history and the holler. Tell our folks about that. Well, holler comes from hollow, and holler is um, basically um, a small rising valley region between two hills or mountains. So um, the holler is just a um, valley amongst two hills or mountains. And that is the kind of um, region that we'll be in in eastern Kentucky, in southeastern Kentucky. It's um, going towards the Appalachian Mountains. It's the foothills of the Appalachian Mountains, and you'll be in the holler. That's fantastic. I love it. You know, Nancy, where do you see your business in, let's say, three years? Well, I see... um, New Earth Organics and Hydroponics as having a greatly increased reach to the small organic farmer, both um, hemp and also um, any number of agricultural crops. New Earth Hemp Solutions, I see us as reaching out and having increased number of clients similar to the clients that we are fortunate enough to have now. Um, folks that are growing hemp, have um, doing large-scale cloning operations, um, greenhouse, you know, year-round CBD operations, and also the um, fiber and seed growers that are small family farms growing organically. So I see us as um, honestly probably quadrupled in number of clients and having a blast going out and consulting with people, working with these individuals that are growing their businesses and um, 
growing hemp ourselves. That's fantastic. Well, we've covered quite a bit in this session, Nancy. Is there anything else that you would like to bring up about you or your business? I'd like to talk a bit about the Kentucky Hemp Research Foundation that I'm on the board of. Okay. It's a um, 501c3 um, charitable foundation that's been created to um, raise and distribute charitable funding to advance the industrial hemp industry. So we're based here in Kentucky, but we have a national outreach. And um, this foundation... um, Our mission really is to provide funding to research projects because um, obviously research dollars are limited for anything involving hemp right now. So we are just striving to advance the industrial hemp industry and um, fund research and market development. Well, that's great. So, Nancy, thanks for being a guest on the iHemp Revolution here with me. Coach Freddie, thank you so much for having me. I can't wait to come across, you know, for us to be crossing paths again. And I'm really looking forward to you guys coming out to Hemp History in the Holler. Okay, and you have a website, NewEarthGardenCenter.com, correct? Yes, I do. And I also have NewEarthHemp.com. Beautiful. And you can reach Nancy by email with Nancy at NewEarthGardenCenter.com. That's correct. Okay. Well, I want to thank our listeners for tuning in today and make sure that you subscribe to the IHAP Revolution podcast on iTunes or Stitcher Radio. Give us a review and follow us on Facebook forward slash IHAP Revolution. Like us and tell your friends. You know, help spread the word about how using industrial hemp can benefit people, heal the planet, and provide long-term profit. This is your host, Coach Freddie, inspiring people to do things that inspire them. And thanks for joining the IHAMP Revolution. Thank you, Coach Freddie. This is Nancy Roberts, inspiring gardeners since 1988.